0: everyone. And welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. I am so excited. Of course, you know, I always get excited when we have special guests and I am talking to one of my amazing friends and clients today, Chris James. She is so amazing. Let me just say that. she We, we met through referrals, apparently. We're going to talk about that on a podcast today. And we have just been rocking out and I love her. And so, We're going to talk about motherhood and really balancing and rediscovering what that really means for us as entrepreneurs and business owners. So thank you so much, Chris, for joining me today. How are you?
1: Thank you, Michelle, for allowing me to be on here and seeing your
0: beautiful face again. Uh, I am doing great. Thank you for asking. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. But we want to hear more about you. How did you get started with your business and who do you help and what do you do? OK, so I'll say who I help. So I actually
1: love helping women that are desiring to bring their programs or skills, design their program. And I do all the done for you, the tech, everything, building out the strategy um, and then even up to training their team members as well. So their business can run smoothly. Um, with that being said, how did I got in this space was actually I originally started coaching, which I feel most women were already in that realm, we just didn't know we can get paid for it. So even when I was in college, I got scholarships. I taught other students how to get scholarships. I didn't know you can get paid for those things. So I kept seeing a pattern. And then I was like, well, let me try to monetize you know, coaching because I didn't know coaching was a thing. Um, the first introduction to Koshi was actually Tony Robbins in a movie, and I thought they were like hypnotists or something. So I always was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, but as I am like was learning and reading and studying, I was like, oh, they actually just help guide people into what they want. It's nothing that I want for them, but what they want. And if I have the skill set um, or the strategies, I can actually help them through that way. Um, so that's actually how I ended up here. And happy that I did. I did work for DOD for almost a decade and I transitioned out of that and I work in my business. Ooh, what is DOD? Am I my Oh, Department of Defense. So it'd be like equivalent to the corporate world but working with the military, which I absolutely loved. I did not want to resign, um but I felt God was like it's time to resign. Um and with that being said, a lot of times when we set our intentions Disruption does follow and it makes you feel like you've made the wrong choice, the wrong decision. Um, Go back, go back. And just know that if you're in that space right now, that's, it's normal. Like don't feel that you made a mistake. So I wish someone told me that, but I still was like writing it out and I was like, no, let me just push through. And then I started seeing things pick up.
0: Ooh, I love, I love a good inspirational story. And yeah, sometimes God is like, this is not for you. This, you, you gotta, you gotta, leave, right? I too left my job. Like I love my job. And it was like, I didn't necessarily want to leave, but it was like this push. And as moms too, I know there's a lot of moms listening. Sometimes we have to just take that leap of faith. And that's what I want to talk about next is motherhood, right? Some yes. challenges that especially mompreneurs have when it comes to burnout in the early stages of entrepreneurship. What are some tips like that you have for moms who are maybe in this space right now? So I think burnout, majority of it comes
1: from how we're thinking about things and expectations on us. I think we have society expectations, family expectations, mother-in-law expectations, um, other expectations that we're trying to fulfill for everyone. And then by the end of the day, it's like, I didn't get everything I desired to get done. And then you're feeling guilt on top of that. Man, I think guilt and shame is like one of the heaviest things you could carry on to the next day and to the next day. And it, in that really it compounds, right, to the point where you're feeling like, why am I even, why am I even doing this? And if you're in that place of where you're like, why am I even doing this? That means you're like on the verge of burnout. And I think the cure for burnout is curiosity starting to ask yourself better questions. Because I do believe, and if you're somewhere at a desk or anything, if you actually write the word question out, circle the first five letters and you'll see quest. I feel like the questions you're asking yourself is going to like, start you on a journey. But if you're asking questions about your past, like why did this happen to me? That's a journey that's not going to move you forward. Um, it's really about how you're asking yourself better questions, getting more curious about your life and your talents. And what would you really love to do? Can you, can you explore? Because a lot of times we're really conditioned and then we conform to that condition, right? When we are taught to know you, there's only one path. You should only go this thing for school, focus on this. And then maybe you can decide to do something different after you've been in this job for 20 years. And I don't think it's necessarily like that. Everything requires education, but I feel like you're supposed to explore life. I mean, you're only going to be able to explore life when you start to get curious about other things you can do. Get creative with your hands. Can you type, can you reword this letter? And just like kind of go into that curiosity. And I promise you, you will not feel burnt out because burnout comes from the mundane, the repetition. You're not getting any wins and you're just feeling like, why am I doing this?
0: Yeah, and sometimes as moms and as entrepreneurs we're like why am I doing this because it can feel like we're doing the same thing every day, especially in the beginning, especially when we first start out. It's like why am I even doing this? Nothing is paying off. It's like this constant uphill battle, which I'm sure a lot of us a lot of us face, but what are some ways like in our businesses, especially as mom? I know you help with a lot of organization. And we were talking about this too, like in the pre-show about putting things on our calendar. But be- before yeah. we talk about that too, I want to back up really quick. Cause I forgot to ask this when you were saying expectations, what about mm-hmm. social media expectations? How do us moms like try to live up to everything on social media too? Cause I know this is huge. you know I always got to tie it back to social media. So how do you feel that we try to live up to those expectations. And then the other question is, you know, how can we really plan better for the future? So, those are really powerful questions. See, that's a good question because this will lead us on to a
1: right path, right? Um, so, I think the social media expectations for moms. Um, so, as you're, I shared with you already earlier um, this year, but I had another miscarriage, and sometimes I'm not, that's not taught talked about in business. As you're a mom, you have children, and this is our second miscarriage, why I'm in business. And there's a lot of like, oh, am I overworking? You're feeling like all this doubt. There's other moms that I know that working in their business and something with their child's health when they were born happened. So then there's like guilt with that too as well. And then social media, how the algorithm is set up, it'll show you pictures of other moms Loving their kids and they're having the perfect day and things like that. And um, as a reminder, we're all human, and it kind of dehumanizes. Like this person's life is so much better than yours, but we have to invite ourselves back into the reality, not knocking the other mom down because that's not what we're there there for. Um, but just really putting it in perspective, like I have good days too, but I just don't capture it. I know one of the biggest things is like I have four boys, and um, my husband. Like they're not on I don't have them on social media, but they exist. My clients see them when they pop in my <laughs> pop in when I'm talking to them. But uh I don't feel the pressure that I have to put them on there to show like, oh, this is my family, this is that. At first I did. I was just like, oh man, um, maybe I should record my children more, but a lot of times I just want to be in the moment with them. I want to be in the moment. Um, and just be silly with them. I think another part of the pressure is like, if you're not looking your best, you shouldn't make a video. There's so many times I wanted to address something and my hair's in a crazy bun because like one of my babies were sick and I'm like, oh, that can wait. But I think sometimes things don't need to wait. I think sometimes we need to take real action. I don't think we have to wait for perfect conditions and based on social media, sometimes it makes you feel like you have to wait for perfect conditions to actually like execute. Um, So with that being all said, I think it's just having a plan around your social media. Um, I know you're really big on like batch content. And um, with that being said, so that will help alleviate some of that, that stalling, right? It's like third month in, I'm still stalling around social media. And you're like, no, you just need to like create a plan, batch content. So then your excuses can't get in the way because you've already have a plan around that. And the other thing you said was about the planning, right, around social media or around in general. We were, yes, we were talking about ca- um, calendar planning. Yes, I know you're big on putting things in your calendar. So am I. Because as moms, there's so, so much information coming in that your brain is constantly organizing it. And to help your brain out is like you have to put pen to paper and then you need to put it on your Google calendar. Um, I know downstairs uh, we have a whiteboard in the pantry. I'm not putting any groceries together if it's not on the pantry. It's not on the whiteboard. Don't say, hey, mom, did, oh, was it on the whiteboard? Because I'm not going to sit there and try to figure it on my phone. No, put it on the whiteboard. And when I do the groceries, we'll do it all at one time. Uh, the other thing that really helped, too, I know all moms get this hey, what's for dinner? And you're looking like, oh, I have to think that. So I think meal prepping for the week, you don't have to cook different meals every single day, but you can put like three, we did three meals on Sunday that spread out through the week. Cause I know I'm going to be busy instead of us thinking, and it's like, oh, this is what we're having. It's already here. So that's been really
0: helpful for like planning. Oh, I love that. And so me and my husband, we actually tag team because. I'm beyond the show I don't be cooking like that I used to cook real early on in my marriage but I'd be tired and so I don't be feeling like cooking sometimes I do still cook don't get me wrong but we do that too we create and guess what I've been using guess what I've been using Chris to help me um wait to
1: cook or to plan
0: cooking to plan cooking well chat mean you? GPT Oh, okay. (laughs) Did you know that chat GPT can help you with your meal prep? Yes. I told it like, okay, we're a family of three. This is what we like to eat. Can you create a meal plan for us? Plus also a grocery shopping list. Mind blown! If you're mind blown by this, make sure you go to your Instagram stories right now and tag me at Michelle L Thames and say, "I didn't even know I could do that." I'm gonna create a meal plan. Tag me in your meal plan that you create with ChatGPT or the Poe app. If you have Poe on your phone, P O E app, ask it these questions and it will create a meal plan for you. Look at that. You know, I love me some AI. I love some AI. So, I think those are great tips. I'm gonna get me a whiteboard. I got one here for my room, but I'm going to get one for the living room so that we can write stuff on it because my daughter is a basketball player and things are about to get a little bit crazy and I'm going to need to know when everything is going on. So thank you for those tips.
1: Yeah. And you know what I would add into? So my husband is a football fan. My son, he's in football now. And so I had to write down, I said, hey, can you send me the schedule to the Gamecocks? And so I put that all on my calendar so I can work around that so he can have him time. But it's also not a shock to me, like, wait the game is on. We were supposed to knock this out. No, we can plan around that because everyone has things that's going on. But I think it's mostly where people get upset is the um, the the perceived uh, notion of, you didn't care enough to let me know this was going on. No, tell us in advance. We know they already got their season out. Like, Come on, let's just put it on the calendar.
0: See, I love that. I love that. So we got a chance to work together and I'm so excited. So we were talking about how we even found each other, which This is why social media, networking, all the things are important in business. Because I think we met via networking, but you were following me on social media already. So, And then you were referring people to me before we even started working together? Yeah. Because I thought you were just
1: so amazing and so beautiful. Like how you just put things together. And then at that time, I think you were doing like, um, people were coming on and it was like a group. Call you were doing to see if they would want to enroll into your program, and I know there were some people that were like repeated that were in there too, and I was like, why not? Like, let me go ahead and take this leap and go ahead and work with Michelle, and um, and then we did it with the Voxer. I don't know if you're still offering that, but yes. you, yes. So we did it um, via Voxer, and um, but before that, yes, I was already referring people to you because so I was like, oh, they have questions about social media. I'm like, oh, you need. Oh no, you need to hook up with Michelle, Michelle. And then I've a couple women that I referred to when they asked that they're like, Oh wait, you know, Michelle. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, Oh wow. This is really powerful. Usually people don't recommend and we know who Michelle is. Um, So I was like, Oh, that's great. You know? So they're like, let me tell her that we you've been referring people to her. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, Michelle is who you want to go. And like, I was like copying and pasting your Instagram link in there. Like, this is who you need to plug into. Here's her, like, you can log into that way. Um but yeah, I feel like that about like few women in in this space, not a lot, but I see that like you always show up like your heart is really, really big. you really want to see other people win um even like in the summit that you just did too, I see the women that you're connected with and that just makes me even like it still solidifies like my belief like every time when I see you. so yeah, definitely.
0: oh, thank you so much, Chris no that really means yeah. a lot and it just shows the power of number one. Showing up on social media, because y'all know, I've been in these streets for the last 14 years, showing up on so many platforms. So when you show up and you're known for something, people will start referring you naturally. I'm sure there's many of you who listen to this podcast and you refer me. I appreciate you. Um, And I appreciate you, Chris, for referring me to people, for being a part of the Motherhood and Money Summit. Y'all stay tuned because is going to be another Motherhood and Money Summit. If you missed that one, no worries. Um, definitely stay tuned for maybe something around Black Friday too that you can get, but also um, definitely stay tuned for the next live Motherhood and Money Summit because it's going to be awesome. So Yes, I do still have boxer coaching, which is so awesome because I feel like it's for the on the go mom like you who, hey, I have these questions. Hey, can you look at this? Hey, this is what I'm planning. And like we can do it in real time versus like, oh, we have to stop and meet and meet on Zoom. I feel like it's more for the mom or the woman entrepreneur who's on the go and just you know, wants like meat in her pocket. And so how do you feel like our coaching has helped you, especially when it comes to social media? Because I know like you're not one to post on social media a lot, but you did want, you know, extra resources and tools to be able to utilize social media in your strategy.
1: Yes, definitely. So I think after, cause I, I didn't say this before, but um, you were also on uh, my summit as well. I reached out to you as one of the powerhouse women and, um, And with that being said, I feel that referrals, so people can go to my social media and still see that it's active, but then they're able to say, oh, well, I've seen you in person. So I also did in person, and I did an event like a couple weeks ago, which I got quite a few clients from there too as well. Um, But I think seeing you, you also um, going to speaking engagements and things like that, um, and then clients, like you record that, which I always forget the record. Um, but with that being said, uh, I think the referral base, because I was seeing how it was working for you and you're like, oh, and, they, and the women were coming back. And I was like, oh, well, let me let people know, like, hey, you can refer me. And that's actually been working like I get referrals. So that is the biggest part of my business. But they see the social media, too. They still see that like I'm engaged on there. Um, as well. But a lot of is referral networking, stuff that you started off with, the stuff that you mentioned in your social media as well. And then the biggest thing too, um, I know you've been talking about ChatGPT. You mentioned it here too, but also on the social media. And that's something I've been like outlining for my clients as well to use for their O-end on their end and then also um, how to use it because it is about the power of the question and you're asking them. So like just like you said, a family of three is very specific. It's not just saying, oh, make a meal plan for us for this week. And it's like, no, you got to give it more information than that.
0: Yes. No, I'm so excited for you. And yes, ChatGPT, if y'all not using ChatGPT, it is a game changer. And yes, you're right. You have to know how to prompt it. You really have to know what to say. I know many people think, oh, ChatGPT will take people's jobs, but no, you really do have to be smart to use chat GP, chat GPT. And if you do have a nine to five job, it could probably help you so much in everything that you do. You could be, Mm -hmm. I mean, you have so much more done. Like it is a tool and a resource, not just for business owners. Like I said, moms, right? I use it to create a shopping list and tell me what meals to eat every day. Even what exercises I can do to reach my goals. Do you know that? So no, chat. I didn't even yes. tra- think about trying that. Yeah. okay, So that's many good. resources. So many resources. So this next part of the podcast is one of my favorites and it is the books and resources section. So I know you're, have been on your entrepreneur journey. Have there been any books or resources that have helped you along the way that you would like to share here with the listeners today?
1: Yes. So I think the first, cause when we are in school, and I know when I was done with school, I was like, I'm never reading a freaking book again because <laughs> they didn't teach you how to love to learn, right? I didn't grow up like seeing people read and things like that um, besides Harry Potter. I did read Harry Potter, but that wasn't getting me to any entrepreneur goals and things past that. However, um, I when I actually really started reading, I got so excited because I was like, wait, you mean to tell me someone's years of experience is like captured and I can like learn from it real time. So the first book I actually started reading, and this was like about 10 years ago, um, was Confident Woman by Joyce Myers. That's a book I read like annually, um, because the information doesn't really change. It's about like our role in society and marriage, and not to not to minimize that because a lot of times again on social media, you see that oh, you should be doing your own thing. And some women feel guilty for having kids. And it's like, your kids aren't slowing you down. Like there's a different way just because we see other entrepreneurs that don't have kids. And a lot of times I'm going to just say it, it's like white males that don't have the roles or responsibilities of moms, right? Um, so we're getting this mixed information our brain's trying to process. And it's like, well, your life is not looking like how they say it should be looking. So um, with this book, it really just like... have have you like really dive back into like being proud to be a woman, being proud of being a mom and a wife. Cause sometimes that gets washed away with all the busyness. So that's one book for like just your mindset and and getting in that. Um, I think also a financial reading a financial book is really, really important to shift your money mindset. Um, Because if you have an unhealthy money, money mindset, no matter how much you get, I've been there, no matter how much you get it, it goes by fast. Like I've spent 10000 in a month because my mindset wasn't there. Um, so Dennis Kimbrough, um, um, Wealth is a Black Choice. That book is very, very awesome. I recommend that highly for everyone. Um, even though some of the information is outdated, the principles are still used today. You can still use those principles. And then take your time, because I do, I read like a couple books a week. Um, however, there are some books that you're led to digest over time. And I think that's one of them. Listening to the audio with it is a must just to get it seeped in and for you to understand like, oh, wow, I don't have to, you're right. I don't have to play this game. Let me, let me learn the rules of this new game on how to play so I can win on the end because the work doesn't care who you are. The work is the work. It's you who has to implement the work to get the results you want. And the other book, um, actually, the book I'm reading now is You uh, I'm a little late on that, but because uh, I wasn't felt led to read it yet, but this time I did, and I was like, yes, this is all stuff I've been believing. And now it's like right there in front of you, and it's talking about school and it's talking about like our children and the graduation rates and the dropout rates and everything. And it's just everything that we need to know because as we're raising our children, and we're doing entrepreneurship, like we have to think about all those things. So I would recommend those three books. Confident Woman definitely must read like yearly if you can, or at least, you know, every other year. And then Dennis Kimro, he's awesome. Um, and then also, and then that's off of Think and Grow Rich too. Napoleon Hill Foundation, they published that book. Um, because again, we're not seeing a lot of people I mean, still, sometimes I don't see a lot of, lot of us on social media, like, you know, um, which I would like to see more of that, which I think it will definitely change over the next couple of years, like even more. Because um, I like Rachel Rogers' book was good, too. That was a good book, too. That was a good book. It was a lot of shifting. She, a good book. she gave you a lot of scripts. Yeah. She gave you a lot of scripts and stuff you can use, which some of those scripts actually worked. And that's how I got some clients, too. I'll
0: just say that. They do work. Me too, girl. They do. They work. Yes. Those scripts in that book yes. work. And so I think I have that Dennis Kimbrough book. I have that. And then I'm definitely going to get The Confident Woman. So thank you for sharing all of those. Those are good books. And you know, we love Libby, the Libby app. And we love Audible too. So if you have a library card, make sure you check out Libby. You can rent a lot of audiobooks for free and a lot of um like kindle books as well through the libby app if you have a library card so this has been like a really great episode i am so excited that we got a chance to chat but before we head out definitely let everyone know where can we follow you online and where can we check out if we want to work with you i know you help amazing people put all the tech and all the things that a lot of people don't want to deal with together so let yes. us know where we can find you
1: Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram uh, at Christine James coaching. And uh, if you hit me up in the chat, you actually could take a fun quiz that gives you a personalized assessment on your mindset on um, how your coaching style is and how you can excel in your business like starting this week. So um, if you just comment in the chat, you'll get that access to that quiz and you can take right away and get a report.
0: Oh, we love a good automation. So yes, yes, <laughs> yes to that. And make sure you check that out because I'm sure it is awesome. I love quizzes and I think they're so amazing. I should do an episode on just quizzes. I don't think I did an episode on quizzes. An episode on quizzes will be coming, y'all. It will be coming. <laughs> but thank you so much, Christine. This has been such a great episode. And thank you all so much for tapping in with us. I will talk to you all in the next one. Peace. Hey, okay, Bye.